this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, episode 148. The following is a recitation of Psalm 134, aka Perak or Mizmor Kuf Lamed Dalid. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 134 Shir Hamalot Hine Barhu et Adonai Kol Avde Adonai Haomdim Bevet Adonai Balelot Seu Yedechem Kodesh Uvarhu et Yivarachacha Adonai Mitzion Osa Shamayim Ba'aretz Psalm 134 is also only three pesukim and is the final mizmor in the 15 psalms of Shira Malot series that started with Psalm 120. The word for blessing, baruch or baruchu, repeats in every Pasuk here, lending to the theme of this Mizmor. The words Hine, Bracha, and Sion also repeat in the last three Mizmorim of the Shir Hamalot series, perhaps highlighting what we are meant to take away with us for how to come close to Hashem after this 15 psalm journey, which I will touch on later. Understanding what's behind this psalm can help us better understand how exactly these mizmorim are guiding us to do that. It seems to be that there is a speaker and a responder here, someone advising to bless Hashem and raise their hands to bless, and the responder blesses. It could be the priests and Levites who are doing the work of for the festivals, talking to each other, or it could be a large gathering of people for a Simchat Beit HaShoeva, since it mentions that it took place with the people at night. Or it could be referring to people in Galut, aka exile, who are longing to be in Zion, Zion, which is understood to be the center from which Hashem projects his blessing and loving kindness from. Finally, it could be that those same people who we said at the beginning of the Shir HaMalot series that were coming up from the Shalosh Regalim, for the Shalosh Regalim, for the three main holiday festivals, are now about to return, to leave. And they are asking the Kohanim to continue to bless them. To which the Kohanim say, may you be blessed from Zion on your way back. Basically referring to the blessing of the priests. I want to focus on the opinion that says that Se'uyedechem Kodesh, raise up your hands towards the sanctuary, is referring to Birkata Kohanim, when the priests give their blessing. We touched on this a little last psalm, where the overflow of blessing from Hashem is able to spill over through the Kohanim to the people, and that is how the people receive this blessing. If you heard this blessing over the holiday of Sukkot that we just had, you may have noticed that there is a prayer about our dreams that we are meant to recite while receiving this blessing from the Kohanim. My sister-in-law, Dr. Dina Levine-Davidowitz, 
happened to have done some research on this topic recently and kindly shared it with me. She pointed out that the context for this prayer of dreams seems odd. The koanim are blessing us as a congregation, and in this very awe-inspiring moment, we whisper under our breath, So, I had this dream last night, right? I'll go through this prayer of dreams that you can find even in an Earthworld sitter, uh, even though it's a bit of a tangent, but I think it's a worthwhile one. The source for mentioning dreams in Birkat Kohanim comes from the Gemara in Brachot 55b, where the Gemara relates that Amemar and Mar Zutra and Rav Ashi were sitting together. They said, Let each and every one of us say something that the other has not heard. One of them began and said, One who saw a dream and does not know what he saw should stand before the Kohanim when they lift their hands during the priestly blessing and say the following. I'll interpret into English. Master of the universe, I am yours and my dreams are yours. I dreamed a dream and I do not know what it is. Whether I have dreamed of myself, whether my friends have dreamed of me, or whether I have dreamed of others, if the dreams are good, strengthen them and reinforce them like the dreams of Joseph. And if the dreams require healing, heal them, like the bitter waters of Mara by Moses Rabbeinu, and like Miriam from her leprosy, and like Ahaziah from his illness, and like the bitter water of Jericho by Elisha. And just as you transformed the curse of Balaam, the wicked, into a blessing, so transform all of my dreams for me for the best." So in this prayer, one opinion is that we are asking that our dreams be nullified if they were not positive. It can also be understood that we are asking that if the dreams could have been have a positive effect, that they come true. And not just about our own dreams, but those we have dreamt about others and dreams that others have dreamt about us as well. We are asking for healing of the dreams, but even more than that, we ask for transformation, for Hashem to transform our dreams for the good, since dreams are considered 160th prophecy, according to some opinions. The theme of transformation is one that is very central to the Yom Norim, to the High Holidays, as we dive into Hashem to help us achieve teshuva, aka repentance or returning, and transform our very selves for the better. I feel like these last 15 Mizmorim are a personal and collective guide to achieve such a transformation for the better. The recipe for transformation of becoming closer to Hashem outlined in these Shir Hamalot series, in summary, seems to me to be Facing what you are up against, recognizing that you have not been getting through it alone thus far, learning who we are and what we want our intentions to be and what legacy we are leaving as a result, acknowledging that you can partner with Hashem and others to achieve that and be vulnerable to achieve closeness to the point where you are able to give others what they need and vice versa thereby achieving success, peace, and prosperity. And now in this Mizmor, the travelers stand a transformed people as individuals and on a communal level after learning all these lessons and coming close to Hashem 
And I picture them on this spiritual high and needing to know that the high priests continue to have their spiritual backs as they return home, where they in turn continue to have the priests' backs agriculturally. They will be taking these lessons and feelings with them to carry them through until the next holiday trek. This helps me bring to life our current reality where we too just finished one of the three festivals, the holiday of Sukkot, aka booths, and we have about six months until the next biblical holiday of Pesach. Whatever introspection we have achieved until this point throughout the high holidays is now meant to try to carry us over spiritually and guide that which we choose to take action on going forward. These 15 Psalms demonstrate what transformation can look like on an individual and communal level if we make ourselves vulnerable enough to attempt to go through this process. To touch on those three words that have repeated in the in the last in the previous three Mizmorium, the last three, Hine usually connotes a happy surprise. Baruch refers to blessing, which I like how Malbim points out that since it's from the word brecha, wellspring or pool, it can be muddied. Or instead, if we focus on the source from where it originates, aka Hashem, then we can appreciate the life it provides instead of our focus being stuck in the rut. And then Sion, which could be focusing our attention on the location which Hashem resides. But I like how Rabbi Yaakov Trump points out that Sion also means mark. And blessings leave individualistic marks on all of us. And appreciating that we are all going through our own process to internalize how blessings affect us and how we in turn can affect others and enhance our relationships. The feeling that I am left with at the end of these 15 Mizmorim of the Shir HaMalot is the human potential for vulnerability and positive transformation that can affect every aspect of our lives and those around us. And it starts with allowing ourselves to start to tune in to that potential. May we be able to tune into the potential we have for creating positive transformations within ourselves and the lives of those around us and be able to vulnerably take the steps to achieve transformations that are healing. The learning and recitation for this week's episode is is for the merit that we are able to either transform for the positive and or take out uh, take the transformations that we have achieved into action that result in healing and positive results. If there is an episode that you would like to sponsor, or if you have any questions, please email me at nurseNisa1 N U R S E N I S A the number one at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes. Please subscribe and share. Thank you for joining.